Hello. Welcome to episode five of Pimp My Life with Uncle Tuggy Mac. I'm Uncle Tuggy Mac. Last podcast, the episode four, the same problem that's that keeps happening for some reason. It just it's it's a constant problem that I have with doing these is that it's just not loud enough. I don't know. I don't want to make it to where you have to listen to headphones while you listen to the podcast. But it's kind of just that's turning it. You don't you shouldn't have to. You should be able to listen to it out loud if you want to. And it's usually not loud enough if you do that. So I'm going to uh, make sure that I keep it loud. I have, there's a couple of reasons why it's not super loud. And um, one of them is I just have to make sure that my mouth is close enough to the microphone as I talk. Sometimes I just like start talking, I get comfortable and my, I just, my face kind of drifts away and then it's not as loud anymore because I keep talking at the same volume, but it just, for some reason, I just start talking away from the microphone, and if I just keep it right here, then everything should be okay. I mean, I'm not going to whisper into it all the time, but sometimes you got to control the dynamics of it. But the way that you speak, you really got to draw people in, and once you get them real close, you hit them with the big news that Denny Pow Pow is coming on the podcast tomorrow. Uh, he confirmed it yesterday on the 21st, Friday. That he will be here the 23rd of September, which is tomorrow. He asked me if we were still on, and I said, yes. You betcha. Of course. I'll always make time for that, dude. He's a good boy. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, he said that he's going to be here. And uh, I'm not sure exactly what uh, what kind of stuff we're gonna get into because he's just a good guy. But we just we always have good conversations. So uh, whenever whenever I first decided that I wanted to do a podcast, it was like a couple of years ago. And I originally asked him if he just wanted to if he wanted to do a conversation podcast with me, where we just fucking basically get drunk and talk. <laughs> I'm glad that he didn't want to do that because it would have been really dumb. It would have been really bad. You know, we would have said a bunch of really stupid shit that we can't take back <laughs> it would have just been out there and people would have seen how how just like how drunk and dumb we can get i don't know or we just be constantly arguing with each other like yeah basically uh me and dennis's conversations the whole time probably would have been google it google it then google it <laughs> it would have been like it would have been like four hours of us just telling each other to google things because we know that the other one's wrong or <laughs> <laughs> or it would have been us making making fun of each other jerking off and stuff. It would have just been really, <laughs> it would have been really bad. I don't know. I just, that's all we ever did whenever we were drinking and hanging out. But for some reason, I thought that it was so funny that we needed to record it so that other people could listen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's um. Hope this podcast isn't like that. This podcast is uh, it's gonna be a lot more betterer much much more better than that would that idea would would it be yeah um so far i've I've never done any of these podcasts while drinking i haven't i haven't drank anything like alcohol wise the whole time i've been doing these podcasts it's just been you know water and coffee right now i'm drinking coffee oh my second pot of coffee i'm out of control i'm out of control i just keep drinking it I can't help myself. I don't care. I don't care that it makes me feel weird. 
I'm re-upping right now. I just slammed the rest of that cup. I'm getting another cup. It's just half-calf. It's just half-calf. And it's just Folgers. It's not that big a deal. It's not that strong. Mm, but it smells good. It's for gas station tasting coffee. It smells good. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the, the podcast wasn't very wasn't very loud. So, um, you know, the first, <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I was saying. The first podcast wasn't, wasn't very loud. And, um, so there's one thing that I can do to kind of make sure that I'm going to be loud enough is that I have to have my fucking mouth right next to the microphone. The second thing that I can do is make sure that as the sound goes through the microphone and through the wire, I keep the trim volume up, you know, not so much that it starts peaking and then makes like a crackling noise. Uh, but you know, just pretty loud so that that way, whenever I listen to it later, it doesn't sound like I'm whispering, even though I'm yelling. Uh, and then after that, I have to make sure that the track volume's all the way up whenever I master it. And I have to make sure that the master volume is all the way up. It's, it's all a bunch of tech technical mumbo jumbo, but then there's also a fail safe. If that, if that makes it, you know, to where it's not loud enough still, when I take it out of the Fostex MR8 HD and put it into my computer and I load it up onto Audacity so that I can edit it, I can just throw some gain volume on it. Boom! That's how you make it loud enough. I scared my guitars. Sorry. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd make sure that I do that next time. You know, just throw a little bit of you know, gain volume on it and... Should be should be loud enough after that. Should be a lot better. The coffee's hot. <laughs> and then um, the the next thing that that I have a note on is um, as I'm mastering it. So I record everything onto track one, and this is an eight track recorder that I'm recording onto. And you have to bounce all the tracks onto track seven and eight. It's a stereo track thing. Um, when I, you have to listen to it as you do that so that you can turn it into, you know, a file, a sound file or whatever. You have to bounce it all into seven and eight. And while it does that, if the microphone is plugged in, it records for some reason as it does this. So if you wanted to add more sound, I guess you could do that. But they, but basically on the next, or on the last, on episode four, there's, an, an extra track of me listening to the podcast. So after I was done that, you know, recording it, there's a track of me just talking, doing this. And then there's a track of me later on that day, listening to it and cleaning my house. Just me kind of walking around, opening up LaCroix and, uh, you know, doing the dishes and farting. I think <laughs> there was enough. I think there was a, I think there was a part where I farted, so you know, look out for that. If you go back and listen to it and you find the fart, uh, send it to me, and I'll send you $10. Yeah, that's right. You heard me. $10. Ten whole dollars. I'm just kidding. You're not getting... You're, you're not getting shit! <laughs> and then, um, uh, also, you know, there's the the fact that the last podcast, you know, everything I I said I said not to do, uh, yeah, 
everything I said that I wasn't going to do, I did. Yeah, I did all of it. I kept eating cookies. I was eating Oreo sandwich cookies all week. I've killed them off. There's none left. I ate them all. And hopefully, none are coming back. Hopefully, we don't have any more in the house. I just have no self-control. <laughs> I, ate, I ate both boxes. I feel bad because I don't think that my my grandma had any of them. I just ate them all. Whatever. You know. Sorry, Grandma. I'll get you some more. No, I won't because I don't want them in the house because then I'll eat them. But, you know, I'll say sorry to you. Not to your face, though. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, I ate, I ate all the Oreos. I just, you know, I couldn't help myself. And I, I think that it was because, you know, I, I kind of just said there was a couple of days last week where I felt like shit. And I just I kept eating them. <clears throat> didn't have the strength to say no. I didn't have the strength to stop myself. I just kept eating them. And it's I'm totally okay with it because they were delicious. But you know they are they're just a comfort food. I don't know they're they're uh, they were just you know they were comforting to eat, and they're just delicious. I couldn't help myself. They're just creamy in the middle. and just I wish I had some right now. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so I ate a bunch of those, and even though I said that I was like, don't eat junk food, if you're going <laughs> to self-care, eat a healthy meal if you feel like you, you know, maybe see if that fixes it. The only thing that I did do that, you know, I talked about last week is I continued to work out, but I still even, I skipped the day because I was just too damn tired. I had a lot of stuff going on last week. Um... I had a bunch of work. I've just been, I've had work like crazy lately. You know, there's, I was doing this fence repair and, uh, to make sure that dogs didn't get out of this guy's house. They're out of his yard. I had to do all that. And that was like, there's, there was a lot involved with that. And then I had to cut up a bunch of firewood with a, a log splitter. I had to do, it was like, eight hours of just lifting giant rounds of wood and I was just my back is still sore from it but then I, I've been doing a deck rebuild you know this guy has a wraparound deck around his house and we had to completely tear it out and fix it and we're, we, we're rebuilding it right now but we've already torn it out and um, yeah it's just a lot of lumber to move around and I'm just sore not to mention that's just stuff that I had to do while I was at work and um like I in between all of that like when I come home from work I had to replace the radiator on my car uh, and it was and it was really involved I didn't think that it was going to be that involved I thought that it was just going to be like whenever I replace the radiator on my on my jeep the jeep is like it's like three hoses or something and like you just have to take out the fan to get to it and then it just drops right out of the car this one you have to go underneath. You have, you can only drop it from the bottom. You can't get it out from the top. You have to go underneath it. And then there's like all this shit in the way. You got to take out all kinds of stuff. And it was just, you know, it was really frustrating. And I didn't know how to do it because not to mention, is there all this stuff in the way? But there's, you know, parts that I didn't even know about that were on this car. On my Volvo, it's, it's turbocharged. So it's got a thing called an intercooler, which I don't know what the fuck that means. But I had to move it. I had to take it out because it's attached to the radiator. And then there's the AC. Jeep didn't have AC. So I didn't have to deal with that in the last one. 
then there's the electric fan that goes on it and then all these other hoses that go in the way and stuff there's the transmission hose and oh it was just really frustrating and i couldn't even get the fucking splash guard off of the bottom of my car so so i'm i'm in um so i'm fixing this radiator and i couldn't get the splash guard off the bottom of the car and i go inside and i'm gonna go watch a video to see how the fuck to remove this thing because i thought that it was just going to be a couple of screws and you pull it out but apparently there's like some clips i don't know it was really difficult You have to get the clips, and but there's no way to touch the clips. You just kind of have to fucking wiggle them out or something like that. It was it was stupid, but so I, I I couldn't figure it out. I'm getting frustrated, so I go and uh, get up to Wi-Fi so that I can watch a video. And my phone, being the piece of shit that it is, it wouldn't load the videos, and it wouldn't even type. The screen's all cracked from countless amounts of times that I dropped it, and you know. I don't really care about the phone. So sometimes it was so broken that I used to like play hacky sack with it and stuff and just start kind of kicking it around and <laughs> it made it worse. One time it, it upset me and I headbutt it and I cracked the screen that way. I was just like, just smashed it right into my forehead because I thought of something that, you know, was, I mean, it was frustrating me and I just, Gah! and obviously, you know, I'm not stupid. I'm not going to, smack something into my forehead so bad that it hurts me i just kind of like face palmed but with my phone in my hand just and i cracked the screen doing that it just had you know a bunch of little cracks in it it had like a bunch of things oh you know what it was when i headbutt the phone it was because i thought of something embarrassing that's what it was i wasn't frustrated i thought of something embarrassing and i face palmed my phone into my you know into my forehead it just was looking at it and then all of a sudden I just thought of something and just kind of smacked the phone into and it put a crack. <laughs> you know, like sometimes whenever you're driving in the car and you think of something embarrassing and you just like kind of you start shaking your head to get to get the thought out of your head. You just kind of you shake it and the, to get the thought away or maybe you scream like sometimes whenever I'm driving in the car and I think of something embarrassing, I just go. Some, but even la I scared my guitar again. <laughs> yeah. So you you might do something like that in the car, and you uh, just you you're trying to get the thought out of your head because it's uncomfortable. It's like it's embarrassing and it's kind of cringy, you know. Or maybe you just kind of start squirming. You're just like, Ugh, and you start squirming around, and you just you know you just you got to get it out. Sometimes you just want to punch the steering wheel, maybe. You'd, like, slap it with your palm. you just, like, driving. You just go, Fuck! and you just kind of, you do that on the steering wheel. You ever, do you ever do that? I've been known to do that one. Anyway, that's what I did, and I cracked my phone, so. All right, so I'm, I'm working on my car, and I'm trying to get this video to load so I can figure out how to take the fucking splash guard off the bottom of the car. And, uh. The phone just wouldn't do it. Like it's all it's it's all broken from me smashing it into my face in the past that I can't type. Like every time I type something, it, it wants to go to a different key, and it just it took me forever just to type in what I was searching how to take off splash guard on Volvo, you know, and that was frustrating me. And then by the time I got to it, the phone just kept crashing. Like it just kept 
the program would die like google or whatever or youtube would just it would crash the the app would crash and it wouldn't work so i'm getting so frustrated with my phone that i just take it and i just turn it into a taco i just i just crunch it in half i just turned it into a flip phone and i turn it into a hot dog bun you know <laughs> i just folded it in half because it was just a piece of shit and then the battery and then i just kind of chucked it across the room get to get it away from me just you know i didn't like slam it at the wall or anything like that but i just once i crunched it i just kind of just you know just threw it kind of like mic drop you know <laughs> i just i was just like now what boom what do you think about that even though i was only hurting myself because now i have nothing to load that video on but i just you know fuck that phone it had it coming it was a piece of shit and it had been acting like a, a piece of shit for a while so fuck that phone but now, yeah, I am I am phoneless because of it. You know, I just, I've missed out on a bunch of, uh, you know, a, if you go on Instagram.com on a laptop, which is what I've been doing, whenever you want to check that stuff, you, I, you can't get your direct messages. I just thought that I had none, but there's no way to actually do direct messages on Instagram, the website. I bet a lot of you didn't even know that there was, you could check out your Instagram on the web. You can. You don't have to be on the app. You can go on it, but you're... Yeah, you're limited to what you're doing. Or you're limited to what you can do, I should say. But yeah, I missed out on a bunch of DMs that uh, I've been, that I thought that just didn't, they never showed up. But yeah. Um. So if you try to get a hold of me on Instagram, it's best right now until I get a new phone to hit me up on like Facebook or something. So just so you know. Do it that way. Uh, so I crunched my phone in half, and uh, you know, I I let I let my my anger kind of get the best of me, and I don't know if it was I don't know if it was anger per se. You know, it might have been just anxiety and frustration. It wasn't. I wasn't like in a in a rage or anything, but either way, you know, I reacted to something in, in a childish way. It's let, but just for the sake of argument, let's call it, let's call it anger. Uh, I acted out in anger at, you know, whenever I broke my phone, I just, you know, kind of, I was being, I was in a bad mood because I was frustrated. <laughs> let's just call it anger. So, um, I crunched my phone in half out of anger and I've done a lot of things like that in my life because I just, you know, that's one of the things that I'm kind of, I kind of deal with is getting mad at shit. And, uh, I've talked about that before. That's not really what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is self compassion. And uh, instead of telling, you know, it's, I, I need to be compassionate towards myself even though I did something that I, you know, uh, dislike about myself. If I were, it, anger is something that I, that I want to work on, but working on something doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to fix it. Um, anger is something that I deal with and I, it might be something that I deal with for the rest of my life. I don't know. I haven't yet, I haven't fixed it yet. I don't know how to stop being angry for no reason. You know, there's a lot of other things that I could 
that I can think I can fix permanently, but anger might just be something that I don't fix feeling it. I just have to, you know, kind of work on how I deal with it. And that's the only, you know, so yeah, working on, on my problems may mean never fixing them, but you just have to kind of learn to be okay with them and you have to learn to, to live with them. Like I have to learn to live with being an angry person sometimes. And the, the best thing that I can do the, I think the first step with that is, is just kind of forgiving myself for being that way. It's not like it's something that I can necessarily control. So I just have to, you know, not get, make sure that I don't get mad at myself when I'm mad already. So I'm, I didn't want to break that phone and then start scolding myself like, oh, you broke your phone. You're a fucking idiot. You, know? <laughs> you can't even get your DMs. <laughs> you know, I don't want to think like that. It's better to, to just, you know, forgive yourself. I don't know. I don't need to get way into it, but yeah, I just, instead of getting all pissed off, you know, I just kind of getting all pissed off that I got pissed off. I mean, how, what is that doing? You just go, Oh, look, there you go. You blew your top. Oh, well, you know, that's just, that's just part of life. So I'm learning, I'm trying to learn how to be okay with the fact that I get angry. Obviously, like I want to see if I want to control how I react to those emotions. I want to make sure that I am getting better than I have been, you know, at least acting out, like breaking my phone and shit like that. I want to do that kind of stuff less, but just learning to live with the fact that sometimes I might slip up and do things like that kind of, you know, it's, I think that's the first step to really fixing the kind of stuff. If you forgive yourself for being mad, I think that you're less likely to be mad. I think you're less likely to get mad in the future. And uh, the reason is because, you know, you just, I don't know. You don't take yourself so, so seriously. Maybe, you know, I, I tend to do that a lot. Like I get in grumpy moods and I just think that the, that I, you know, that the world's out to get me. Not necessarily that. No, that's not it. What is it? Let me do a little, a little searching real quick. Yeah. I take myself seriously because I, you know, sometimes when I get mad, I feel like, not the world's out to get me, but it's like, I'm not, you know, like, I feel like I deserve since I'm, I'm hurting. I deserve to be taken seriously. I feel like I deserve to be held with a little bit more compassion. Like I deserve, you know, compassion. I don't know. It's, it's something, but it's, I'll get back to that because I don't I don't really I don't really know exactly what that feeling is, but I just kind of feel like I don't really want to be fucked with. <laughs> so I'm just, you know, um, if I'm upset, then I I don't know I don't really I I just take myself too seriously I guess, and if I learn to just let let go a little bit maybe then it'll then I'll feel better. If you forgive yourself for being that way, then you're more likely to just kind of let go and you learn to you know whenever you do fly off the handle with whatever emotion it is that you you know might deal with that you're not really being necessarily compassionate with then uh, I should also say that it doesn't have to do it doesn't you know if 
it doesn't have to be anger that you deal with that you're trying to be compassionate towards yourself with. It can be a lot of things. Um, it could be addiction to something, you know, it could be whatever the, but you have to be honest with yourself and kind of admit that there's, you know, the uncomfortable thing that you haven't been dealing with, like kind of in the program, like AA program, they tell you the first step is admitting you have a problem. Well, the first, you know, the first step is being honest with yourself to anything when it comes to, if you want to be like emotionally free of something, you have to be honest with yourself. You know, what is the thing that you're uncomfortable with that you don't like about yourself? The thing that you think that either needs work, maybe like, uh, for me it's anger, but for somebody else it might be, um, you know, you, you realize that you have a problem with, you have a problem with how much you drink, you know, like you're deep down, you go, fuck, I, you know, sometimes I party, but sometimes I party. And sometimes those parties are just me alone, you know, and, you know, it starts off as you just thinking, I want a beer to relax with after work. But then after that, it's like, well, you're, <laughs> or you're, you're hiding vodka in your car, you know, shit like that. It's like, you might think that it's not a big deal, but I mean, look at it in the grand scheme of things like, what, do you ever not drink? things like that i don't know and not and and if you put whiskey in your car or you're hiding whiskey in your car that doesn't necessarily mean you have a problem but it does mean that it's serious you didn't you're into some serious drinking you know and you might want to keep an eye on what you're doing i don't know if, if things start to seem kind of wacky then it might be time to to keep an eye on it i don't know but it, it also doesn't have to be you know something like that it could be a, a weird kink that you have you know it's like maybe it's something that you're not comfortable with within yourself like if you if if there's something that you're not ready to admit to yourself maybe it's porn maybe you're into uh maybe you're just a, maybe you're t a little too into porn uh maybe that maybe the porn is uh, getting into your brain and it's right in all of your brain and all kinds of weird like it's a uh, it's pornographying all over <laughs> pornographying all over your brain uh you know whenever you look at you know somebody who you're actually having sex with they just don't do it for you maybe or if you know if you look at a you look at your partner and instead of seeing them you see some poor college student who's getting sp sprayed with dna to pay her tuition <laughs> oh, ugh. Yeah. If you got a problem with uh, porn, then maybe it's a. You know, maybe. If you're honest with yourself about it, you know, how are you viewing it? Is it a thing? No judgment. I'm not judging. I'm just saying that if you're honest with yourself and you, but you give yourself a little bit of compassion, yeah, it's the. I, th I don't know. It's a first step to being free with it you don't even necessarily have to like if you're into something like <laughs> if you're if you're into porn or if you're into drinking or if you're an angry person like me doesn't necessarily mean that you have to fix it you don't have to do anything but you you know if, if you're okay with who you are as a person i think that the that it's going to help iron out 
the problems to begin with, if that makes any sense. Um, I think that forgiving yourself for any faults you perceive yourself to have, you become more okay with who you are, and then maybe uh, you won't really feel like you need to, I don't know. I, realizing that I was addicted to cigarettes, you know, didn't ever stop me from smoking. Being honest with myself didn't necessarily fix the fact that I was going to smoke, but I would, you know, just be okay with myself. Like if I was trying to quit, if I was trying to quit cigarettes, you know, being honest with myself and telling me that if I, telling myself that if I relapsed <laughs> in a, you know, to, so to speak, or to, if I had one, you know, I wasn't going to hate myself for it. You know, just, Cause it did happen whenever I was quitting. I had a couple here and there, you know, I'd be hanging out and then I would bum one off of somebody. And in the past that would just get me right back into it. I would, you know, I would be like, well, okay, well then I, you know, if I'm not going to smoke, I'll just, I'll have a couple whenever I'm drinking. Cause it's just, it's really nice whenever you're drinking. And if I don't drink all the time, then it's, you know, I won't feel like I need to smoke a whole lot and I'll never get, you know, hooked again. But what it would do is just make it to where I would just find excuses to go and drink so that I could smoke, so that I would allow myself to smoke, you know. And, uh, and then I would I didn't want to be a mooch, so I'd buy my own cigarettes. And then I felt like I could smoke as many as I wanted within the time frame of drinking, you know, like it, within the six hours that I would be hanging out with my friends and drinking or four hours, something like that. I could just smoke as many cigarettes as I want. It's like I'd open a beer and then I'd just start chain smoking cigarettes until I was done, <laughs> until I was done drinking. And then if I had any cigarettes left over from the pack that I would buy, I'd smoke those the next morning. And then uh, sometimes, you know, after that, a few weeks down the line, I would realize that uh, I would buy another pack after I ran out of that pack. And then I would just constantly be smoking. And then after a while, I just have to be honest with myself and go, I'm addicted bucket you know there's nothing i can really do about it i'm just i'm hooked again and uh i'm just a smoker and i would just be okay with be i would just forgive myself that didn't fix the problem so to bring that whole cyclical you know thing to the surface if i just gave myself a little bit of comp to, to bring that whole uh cyclical or that whole vicious cycle thing to a head I would just have to be compassionate with myself and, you know, honest with myself and just go, Hey, it's okay that you just had one. And, uh, if I'm, if I'm honest with myself, then it helped me fix the thing that I was trying to work on. It helped me, I don't know, do that. I haven't smoked since. And it's been, uh, like over two months. It's about to be three. I think I'm not sure how long it's been since I quit, but, um, and I, I'm not even trying. I, I saw a cigarette the other day and I was like, oh, for like a second. But then I was like, nah, nah, it's okay. I don't really care anymore. I'm sure that if I were to go out drinking, it would be a little different because that's kind of like a, that's always what makes me want to go back to smoking is having a couple beers. Just hanging out with my friends and having some beers and chain smoking. Yeah. It's always been a, a big one for me. So the the things that I'm honest with myself about, you know, are anger and anxiety. And I guess you could say smoking and drinking as well. Those are the things that I'm like, I kind of have trouble with in a way. Because uh, 
drinking leads me to smoking and smoking is something that I really want to quit. I don't really care so much about quitting drinking because I don't think that it's an issue, but I really don't want to go back to smoking. So that they're kind of complimentary goods. And, um, you could throw that all in with anger and anxiety. I mean, those, those are the reasons that I smoke and drink. Those are my coping mechanisms. And since I've stopped doing both of those, then I have none. <laughs> so I just have to figure it out. And it's been going well so far. That's kind of the, the main reason why I wanted to quit drinking and quit smoking was so that I could make those coping mechanisms come back. You know, like the things that I would use, I, that's, that's, got to be the reason why in like high school i would cuss out the principal and stuff like that if i got in trouble i'd just be like fuck you fuck you leave me alone i would just kind of you know get all pissed off because i had nothing i didn't know how to deal with stress i just knew that whenever i had anxiety that i was just fucking freaking out and people were just being mean they're being mean to me and it wasn't my fault it was somebody else's fault and that's not the way that it is as you know it's it's not the way that it that it was they weren't picking on me i was just being you know a troubled kid and i didn't know how to deal with the emotions that i was feeling uh, you know as a as a buoy i wasn't really taught to deal with them so much okay uh, whenever i was like whenever i was a kid i was there's i was just around adults who who were angry they, it was kind of learned behavior because that's how you deal with, you know, emotions is, you know, you get, you to get angry about it. I'm one of those guys who, you know, didn't know how to, doesn't know how to deal with emotions because they were taught not to. And, uh, so you only deal with it with anger and anytime I would get anxious, I would deal with it with, by getting angry about it and. I don't really, I don't really care for that too much. <laughs> I don't like that. That's not really who I want to be. I want to be more of like a chill person. I want to be a more chillaxed person, uh, more, you know, somebody who's a little more level-headed and cool. You know, can kind of rise above and see above the the boiling waters. You know, I just instead of being sitting there being cooked, I want to be able to see above it and go, all right, then this this is how. I go. This is how I get out of this boiling water. There's a little island over there. I go swim over to that. Instead of being in it, and all I see is the boiling water. I'm just It's over my head, and I just can't. Ah, ah, I, can't <laughs> I can't get out of it. You know, it's like, I just, so I start lashing out and being angry. And, you know, I want to be more of like a cool person who's just, yeah, I know. You know, you see a little problem, and we're just going to fix it. It's just going to. It's it's not even gonna be a thing. Don't even worry about it. It's cool, man. It's all cool. Instead of being like that, which is how I want to be, I'm more of like a pound your uh, fist on the steering wheel, smash your phone against your face, or or turn it into a taco. You know, I kind of lash out, and um, I it happens less and less. But it's you know I think that it's because of learned behavior or whatever. And uh, I used to be angry about it. The the adults that I kind of was watching and started uh, emulating their behavior, um, I would kind of place blame on them, and I'd be angry at them. And when you're when you're placing blame on others, it, it's bad. If you're mad enough to place blame, then you you must not have forgiven yourself 
for that behavior. I, and um, so you could kind of say that if forgiving, forgiving other people is the way that, you know, if, you, if you're, okay, so if you're mad at somebody, then you're mad at them because you're mad at yourself. And uh, that's, an, that's an aggression towards yourself. You know, if you're placing blame on somebody else, you're blaming them for the way that you feel about yourself, you know. But the thing is, is that if, you, if you're mad, it's like I'm, I was, I used to be angry at uh, adults whose behavior I emulated because I, I blame them for the behavior that I learned. And the thing is, is that it's, you know, you can, it's still my behavior and I'm the only one who can fix it. You know, now that it, since I know about it, since I'm honest with myself and I know that I'm an angry person and it's easier for me to go, all right, well, it's, you know, they might've taught it to me, but there's no point in getting mad at them for, you know, all this stuff. If you just become okay with the fact that you're an angry person, then it's, then it's easier for you to just be okay with everything and, and go with the flow a little more. Um, being upset with somebody because you you learned being upset with somebody because you blame learned behavior on them it's still your behavior and being mad at them means you haven't forgiven yourself so um, forgive yourself and uh, you'll forgive them automatically and maybe they don't they don't deserve you know Maybe whoever it is in your life that you feel like you blame, they don't deserve your forgiveness, but give it to them anyway, not for them, but for you. You know, hey, what's his name from The Lion King said that, or I saw it in a meme. So, boom. You just got memed. Um, I've had a lot of coffee. I'm killing my second pot right now. It's going cold because I'm talking so much. Anyway. Yeah, um, so those are the things that I wanted to talk about this week. You know, if you're honest with yourself and you forgive other people for, you know, the fact that you blame them for your behavior, if you're honest with yourself and you learn, you it's easier to learn to be okay with it. And you're one step closer to emotional liberation. Maybe those things that you don't like about yourself will fix themselves. And if they don't, oh, it it doesn't matter because you're okay with the fact that you have those problems anyway. And that's the way that I've been looking at shit this week. And it's helped me. I thought I'd share that with you, but I got a um, I got a whole bunch of stuff to do today, so I'm gonna call this one good. Uh, sorry if it was short. I don't even know how long I've been doing this, but I got another one coming up uh, tomorrow. Dennis is gonna be here, Denny Pow Pow, and we're gonna talk about some cool stuff. And uh, and we're gonna Yeah.